Welcome to the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast, where we go beyond the doctor's office and take a closer look at the programs that Eskenazi Health has to offer our patients and the communities we serve. My name is Brian Van Bocklin with the Eskenazi Health Public Affairs team. And today we have a very special guest on the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast as we celebrate 10 years of Eskenazi Health. We are privileged to be joined by Dr. Lisa Harris, the CEO of Eskenazi Health, to talk about 10 years of Eskenazi Health here on the Here For You podcast. As I reflect on our past and look to our future, I'm reminded of a patient who it would be hard to ever forget. Protecting his privacy, we'll call him Robert. He was in his mid-40s and had joined the workforce at an early age, having been pulled from high school when his father in his 40s died of a heart attack. Robert was working two jobs up to 16 hours a day, seven days a week, providing for his mother, his sister, and her son, and two children of his own, all of whom lived with him in his two-bedroom apartment. Pretty much what he ate was what he could get at the local convenience store, that and the vending machines at work. He was stretching out his meds, taking them only every two or three days in the interest of making his rent. He'd missed several earlier appointments when his transportation fell through. So his diabetes was out of control, and he had a foot ulcer that needed inpatient treatment. But he couldn't miss work because he'd be replaced by someone who didn't need to spend time in the hospital. He was exhausted and depressed. Any question why Robert can expect to live 16 fewer years than you and I? He doesn't need more energy, more drive, more determination. He's in survival mode. There is no more powerful motivator. He doesn't need support. His is a loving family that depends on and takes care of each other. He doesn't need charity. He needs a level playing field, an equitable world. What if, hypothetically speaking, a health system over a span of decades, built primary care centers in neighborhoods like Roberts all across its city. Those neighborhoods in which research has shown that residents lose out on 16 years of life. And what if individuals working in those health centers lived in the neighborhoods? And what if mental health care was also provided in all of those health centers? Would that start to make at least one part of Roberts' life a bit easier? And what if when the hospital associated with that health system upon which Robert and his neighbors had come to depend, what if when it had exceeded its lifespan, rather than replacing it with the bare-bones sort of facility that public had come to stand for, what if well-respected, influential, and compassionate community leaders came together with the leadership of that health system to stand instead for the care and the experience of care that every member of our community deserves, to stand for health equity? Wouldn't that be something? And what if the elected officials of that community came out in support of that vision for their public hospital and 85% of the voters in that community said yes in a referendum? And what if then a benevolent and generous couple, for sake of discussion, we'll call them Sid and Lois Eskenazi, what if they stepped up with a $40 million gift because they shared that vision and then others, caregivers, community leaders, philanthropists, local businesses, and community organizations all came forward as well so that in total $150 million was raised. And what if then together they built a light-filled, art-filled, music-filled hospital with good food and inviting green spaces, and most important, dedicated and skilled caregivers who cared about their patients as they cared for them. 
And what if when a pandemic, the likes of which hadn't been seen in the past 100 years, fell upon the land, those caregivers in that hospital delivered a survival rate for individuals from neighborhoods like Roberts that was significantly higher than the national average? Wouldn't that be something? And what if they didn't stop there? What if, with the need for primary care and mental health care growing by the month, that same group of caregivers and community leaders brought the health system's newest, largest, most modern, and inspiring primary care site to life, incorporating the dedicated individuals and the innovative programs of the county health department in one of the most impoverished areas of the city? And what if they then went beyond the walls of their neighborhood health centers to reach out to Robert and his neighbors to listen? really hard to learn what capabilities and resources they already had and what help they needed to begin to level their playing field. And what if they all then worked together in solidarity with dozens of like-minded partners and organizations across the community, using every resource at their disposal, their collective strength, to break down one barrier after another, and they did this work as though life depended on it, until that gap in life expectancy began to close? And what if researchers in that health system then used their expertise to rigorously determine what worked and why so that these efforts could be replicated all across the country? And what if then the children and grandchildren of all of these individuals were able to say, my folks stood for the opportunity of good health and a long and vibrant life for every single one of us, and they changed the world. Wouldn't that be something? And we want to thank Dr. Lisa Harris, CEO of Eskenazi Health, for uh, joining us here as we celebrate 10 years of Eskenazi Health. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast. Thanks to Julianne and Byron and Joe for making this all happen. And we will talk to you next time on the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast. <laughs>